0: On FM, on DAB, and up-to-date on social media, we are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking, and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk.
1: Last Friday was one of those special nights in the Newark Sporting calendar when we all went amateur boxing at Farndon Village Hall. And we're going to talk about it tonight. The gang are here. It's Tuesday, of course, so it's the Twins from Newark Athletic Club and Graham from the Striders. With not quite as busy a weekend as what they've had of late, but they're still going to have an awful lot to talk about on the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And as ever on a Tuesday, we start with the youngsters making the news. <laughs> Michael Lindsay won the main event of the Newark Amateur Boxing Club's tournament and was crowned East Midlands champion and he's come all the way over from Nottingham just to talk to us tonight. Fans favourites Sam Hardy and Alfie Briggs-Price both win on a good night for the hometown boxers. Fond and Colts bowed out of the League Cup losing a wind affected match 5-3 to a good strong skate beside. Better news for our other two under-18 sides. The leaders Long Bennington won 4-0 at Manors, while Newark Town got back to winning ways with a single-goal victory over West Bridgeford. Collingham under-9, Panthers under-11, Lions and under-13, Lions all received their winner's medals on Sunday at the Nottingham Royal Concert Hall for winning the Winterweeds. Josh Burkett and the Boston United under-15s beat Coventry City on penalties to progress. ...into the round of 16 of the National Cup. Josh tells us he held his nerve in the shootout. Dan Chambers starred for Mansfield Giants Basketball Club under-14s... ...as they beat top-of-the-table Leicester Dynamite 107-64... ...and a rugby cup filler at Kellam Road. Saw Newark under-16s win the County Cup semi-final 24-22 at Pavia's... ...with a last-minute penalty... A lot more on that story on Thursday night. Harry Troop scored an apt-trick to fire Collingham under-18s into the County Cup final. Alex Oliver with a brace and Will Corner completed the scoring as Desire's boys beat Grimsby by six goals to one and now look forward to a trip to Sinselbank to play Lincoln United. Ryan Atwood scores five as RHP Colts hit ten to batter K Forb on Sunday afternoon at the Sports Village. And Sunday saw the final round of the Knotts Mini League at a very wet Rushcliffe Country Park. Riley Picker got a bronze medal in the under-11 boys and Joseph Monk a bronze medal in the under-13s. Well done to both of them and well done to all our Newark youngsters. I'm Mick Bradley, of course, and no Tony Smith tonight has gone up off footballing, so our special guest presenter for the evening is none other than Megan Williams. Megan, good evening. Good evening, Mick. Um, and, of course, being a special guest presenter, you've got to talk about all things away from soggy's Gym. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Tuesday, we sort of read what the youngsters have got up to over the weekend, and you've just heard that little lot. I think it's fantastic that in newark so many of our youngsters are making a name for themselves on the sporting scene
2: yeah well as a youngster it's where it's a setting ground of what you want to do most professional athletes do start as a child that's when they get into it like as me as a boxer i got into it when i was young and i want to make a career out of it so youngsters that do want think oh i want to be a footballer i want to be a basketball player it all starts when you're a child because you you want to do it and you want to achieve that's the best part about it like when you become older sorry for older people but the spark kind of goes you've got to find a job but and your mind gets put off wanting to achieve your actual goals so i think starting things when you're young. And learning about them young makes you achieve them goals even better.
1: I mean, some of the names that I've just mentioned. Of course, Sam Hardy's sitting sitting next to you, yeah. and, and, and Alfie Briggs Price, Josh Burkett. You'll you know. Yeah, you, I've I I've got do. no doubt that you know know Josh and Josh. Yeah. is he's a lovely young man, and he's been yeah, he's, he's been through an awful lot in his young life, and he's polite. He, he speaks to you every time he sees you. He remembers who you are. And and he's making a name for himself on a football field. Sammy is making a name for himself in in the boxing ring. And for so many years, we've said, we've got no facilities, we've got nothing can do it. But, you know, if you look hard enough, we have, haven't we?
2: Yeah, 100%. There's so many places where people don't know about which help young people. Like, just for an example, like Dean's. I didn't know about it when I was young. But my cousin was going there so I heard a little bit about it and I thought why not have a go? And from then I achieved so much, not just as a fighter, but I'm so much more confident now, I can speak well I can speak I could speak anyway, to speak to people. But then I couldn't. So everything's helped me to gain who I am as a person and different clubs have different aspects of what they help people to do and I think it's a great thing for Newark like everything's becoming everyone's getting together more as a community than we've ever done really and especially with like young people everyone's helping each other like Josh Birkett for an example I know him through school and last week I actually went on a drama trip together so both drama queens
1: yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll most <laughs> certainly give you that one. So what we're here tonight, predominantly, is, is to talk about New amateur Boxing Club, Suggies Gym, whatever you want to call it, um, the home event, the first one of 2019. Um, I'm going to change the script around a little bit because Mikey's got, got to leave us at half past seven, so we're going to get to Mikey in, in a very short period of time. Um, you can do your round-up of the whole event a, okay. a, a little bit later. So we're going a bit, you know, out of order with that. <laughs> That doesn't matter, what does matter though, Megan is you came, you talked to us on the phone last week, and there' still tickets left, yeah, come Friday night, you couldn't move in that village all.
2: I know I think that's what makes the event so good, having loads of people there because. There's never no arguing. There's never any fighting outside the ring. Everyone just wants to watch the boxing, and it just makes the atmosphere even better. Like Mikey will understand all about atmospheres.
1: (laughs) There's never no arguing. Referees' decisions always accepted. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Shall we move on very quickly? (laughs) Um, Mikey Lindsay is somebody who I've never seen fight. I've never even met until last. um, Friday night, but he was the star of the show because he was last one on and um fighting for a belt, which added that little bit more excitement, expectation to to the whole evening and um when his opponent got in the ring I thought right, you're big. <laughs> but uh <laughs> nah the the Newark man sorted him out. So welcome to Radio Newark Sport, um Michael Lindsay and um congratulations.
3: Yeah, thanks for inviting me and really glad to be here. Thank you
1: it's a fantastic achievement it's a step on the ladder isn't it but your story then because i think dean told me on friday night that was only your third your third bout because you've been away at at university you've you've sort of went away from boxing and you've come back so in your words your story
3: um yeah so i started boxing when i was 14 um had a few amateur fights between 14 and 18 and then when I was 18, I took a break, you know, went to like, uni and travelled and I was out of sport for a little bit of time. But even during my break, you know, I was still training, keeping in shape. And then um, I had one fight last year, kind of went away again. And then I had a chance to box on a home show for the belts, and I was just so excited. Because, you know, it's what everyone wants to do. You know, you, you want to fight for the belts in your home show and I got a chance to do that. It was great.
1: You can always tell how much it means to coach, a manager, whatever, in in whatever (laughs) sport, when you see their reaction at the end of the match, the bout, the competition. I don't think I've ever seen Dean Sugden as excited (laughs) as he was on Friday night when they announced you as the winner, even when his own children was fighting in the ring. Megan, I mean, you can back me up on it. I mean, he was he was like a 10 year old wasn't he yeah he, was. Uh, he really was a, it <laughs> meant that much to to dean who's put his faith in in you and and you've repaid him mikey
3: um yeah he's always been very very supportive you know from, from day one really you know he's been there all my fights and training me so he's very, very supportive and very enthusiastic you know so um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really i'm really glad that he was there to support me for that fight
1: where do let's go in the, in the, in the, in, in
3: the fight how much did you know about your opponent from Leicester um, not a lot really but I saw a photo of him on Facebook and in the photo I thought I was quite short and quite stocky <laughs> and then I saw him out the way and I was like oh my gosh that's it you know I've been um, I've really been um, <laughs> really been you know we really put a deep end this time hey look at the size of him a ma- massive guy And um... well
1: I, I you know looked at Tony Tony <laughs> look, looked at me and there was a a definite difference in stature between the two of you but having said all that the little guy which you
3: was on the night
1: (laughs) turned out to be an awful lot fitter
3: um yeah i think um he he caught me with some good shots in the first round i was on the ropes for for most of it and um after that he started gassing and then once he once he was tired the fight became a lot easier
1: Steve, Steve Williams, who's obviously with us um, again tonight. Steve, you, you was in the corner all, all, um, all night. When you saw Mikey's opponent, what was the conversation between you and, and
0: Regis and Sid? Worried. In one <laughs> word, worried, because he was a big guy. But um, I've known Mikey since he's been down the club for about probably about eight, nine years, we were talking earlier. Um, and one thing's for sure, there's no one who's got a bigger heart than Mikey. And fitness is phenomenal. We know, yeah. These guys have to go to work, yeah. They might do a bit of training in the evening. Mikey lives and dies fitness. Yeah, he's a superb athlete. Yeah, from when he was 14, 15, 16, he used to live at Fernwood. He used to run all the way to the gym, train, and run all the way back. So we know, yeah, that fitness is brilliant. So we know that guy's going to gas. We know Mikey can take the shots because he's had good sparring with Regis, Chad, Bailey for the last eight, nine years. So we know that's a problem. We've just got to be careful not to get stupid. Um, which he, when he was on the ropes he covered up he was never in danger because um, he can take a big shot and uh, we knew it had come it's just hopefully the guys going not guess that before the three rounds and like I say you could see it in faltering this technical term that everybody keeps mentioning Miss Williams help me out
1: the guy gassed
2: gassed so um, they lost energy quick like you can see like their opponent like like really trying to go for it, but they can't because they haven't got any energy. And you just waste that energy by doing stupid things, throwing stupid punches that aren't even going to land. And if you watch any of Dean's fighters, none of them gas quit because we're all smart. I know that might sound ridiculous to some fighters, no, 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 but...
1: It's, it's, it, I would suggest it, it's a good it's a coach and people listening to them, yeah. to be honest. So, Mikey, was it a question of wearing him down then and just getting through that first round because I think I didn't see the judges but after the first round I would suggest that you was probably second best after the third round there was no competition but after the first round was it a question of getting through that
3: first round and then taking the fight to him um yeah I think I was just trying to win one round at a time and just stay relaxed and not loading up and you know waste some energy on shots that miss and just kind of make to try, trying to hit him with as many shots as possible and hit him more times than he hit me. You did that all right as the fight <laughs> went on.
1: Um, what happens next? I mean, what, let me just rephrase that one. How important is boxing in the life of
3: Mikey? Um, yeah, boxing for me is really important. You know, I commute from Nottingham um, to Newark, you know, four, three, four times a week to train, and obviously I wouldn't do that unless, you know, it's something that I was very passionate about. So, um, what's next is, you know, obviously I want to defend, defend the belt. I'd love to fight Newark again, because, you know, the people who were there were just, you know, so supportive, and so, um, you know, the crowd was so enthusiastic. So, thank you for everyone who came to watch. That was great, and I'd love to fight Newark again, and, and you know, knock out more people, please. As, <laughs> as, 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 as Sam and Megan will tell you,
1: when a Newark crowd decides to support you, I don't think you're going to find many better. <laughs> because they got, and they got behind you. As that fight went on, they really got behind you. And there was some noise coming out of that village all. Yeah, I, I
3: could, I could hear them do all, you know, you're, you're trying, Mikey, Mikey. And like, <laughs> when you, when you hear that, that kind of react, really, like, you know, really kind of lifts you up when the fight, when the fight is tough. It really lifts you up and makes you want to, you know, just get stuck in there and give them a good show.
1: It really was. What, what do you make of them? Um, we'll talk to the boy next to you in, in, in a few minutes, Sam and and, and Alfie and, and the rest of the gang. Boxing in Newark, and not just at Suggy's Gym, because we've got Tom Cowley making his professional debut yeah. soon, and we've got um, Nina Bradley defending a Commonwealth belt. Boxing in Newark is remarkably strong.
3: Um. Yeah, for such a, a, a small, small town... So many, so many um, skillful, um, you know, fighters come out this one place, and it's really re- remarkable, isn't
1: it? It, it? it most certainly is. I mean, I think New Newark, Steve, has always been a boxing town because you know, we're on the back of, of, of Dean and Carl and Venetian and Pickering, you know, it, and people are following in their
0: footsteps, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's really good for Newark. Uh, like I say, uh, when Carl and Isham uh, was there, you know, in on the telly, it's an inspiration for all the other juniors. And then obviously Dean, when he was kickboxing, it was an inspiration. Then his boys, and what's really important is these, these kids, when, when they do make it, like 100%, Sam well if he keeps on training hard. you've got to keep real. Yeah, you've got to be an inspiration for the younger kids. Now, and there's little kids now in the gym. You know, and they're going to see Mikey, like probably be a bit scared to speak to him because he's a big guy, but they know who he is. You know what I mean? And they want to be like him, um, a bit like Megan was when she seen Chad fight, and obviously little girls when they see Megan fight. Um, and that's got to that's got to stay with it. It most certainly have. right. We've got
1: to go to athletics now, Mikey. <laughs> you've got a train to catch, um, so I'm going to have to. Le- I'm going to let you go because we're going off talking. A- Talking af- um, athletics, Mikey. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, for um, me. Thank a fantastic you. performance on on Friday night, and uh, you're certainly a uh, you're certainly a New now. You may live in Nottingham, but uh, after <laughs> Friday night, you certainly want you certainly one of her own. Let us know, or Megan will let us know when you're defending it, and hopefully we can come and watch and uh, cheer you on to yet another victory. Okay. Thanks, thanks. Mikey. Right, thank you, coming please. up next, we've got the twins. <laughs> OK, have just um, messing about, changing a few knobs around here and got co- totally confused. But I know, I do know what we are doing. We're going to talk to the twins because they're at um, the Sports Village, I hope, at the Sports Village, and they're going to tell us about a weekend of um, cross-country for the New youngsters, I think. But first of all, ladies, good evening. Good evening. Are you both well? Are we're you both, both there? Yeah, we are both here. You're, yeah. bo- you're both there. You can tell the weather's improving and pole vault season's finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, right, um, it was the last round of the Knotts mini cross-country league, something that you two used to really enjoy. Yeah,
4: we used to do it, yeah. We I, used to all, didn't
1: we, ever since we were little. I bet you really missed that on Sunday morning in the rain and the mud at Rushcliffe. No. No. <laughs> but you're going to tell us how the rest of the at youngsters got on, so I'm going to leave it to uh, Tilly and Lauren.
4: Well done to all the seven young athletes Who braved the weather And headed over to the Rushcliffe Country Park For the final Mini League Cross Country In the under 11 boys race Riley Picker secured a third place finish Earning him a bronze medal for third place overall And in the same race Cameron Shivers enjoyed the mud and puddles And was proudly cheered on by his brother Reuben Finishing at 36th place And in the under 13 girls race Zoe Smith came home first in 23rd place Zoe has also done brilliantly well and has represented Newark AC in all the mini-league events for cross-country and all of the sports hall events in 2018 and 2019. So she has done really, really well. And also in the under-13 girls race, Anna Clark finished just behind Zoe in 24th with a big smile across her muddy face. And then in the under-13 boys race, we had Joseph Monks, whose hard work early in the season was rewarded when he came home with a bronze medal for third place overall, despite his ninth-place finish on the day following recent illness and emotional stress. Finally, Ellie Monaghan and Catherine Booth ended their mini-league time with strong finishes in 10th and 12th place, respectively. So well done to all the mini-leaguers. We also had Amber, who got her first... PB at Mount Olive University in America, who ran the 5K um, 10 seconds quicker than her old PB, so that was a great achievement for her
1: as well. That's brilliant for Amber, well well done, that's a new one to me, so absolutely fantastic, so well done to Amber and we'll pass on our congratulations to her, can can you? Yeah, we will do, yeah. Good stuff. Ladies, a bit of a quiet week, what's coming up this weekend? any competitions again no there's nothing that i can think of this weekend it's not bad is it it's a, a yeah. life of luxury yeah but the
4: weekend after we are in lead for the national cross countries so that'll
5: be that well,
1: be fun. fun that's a that's a massive one to build up for isn't it yeah yeah oh apparently it was a glorious morning at rushcliffe um, with no rain at all um, sometimes you have to leave Newark to find the sunshine, I'm told, by your president. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Well, it was raining in Newark. Let's put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Girls, thank you so much. Um, get running around that brand new track. I, I bet it's such a fantastic pleasure than what you've been used to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. great. It is. Enjoy yourselves. We'll talk to you again next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thanks. Thank Bye bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that's the twins from the sports... Have you been down to the sports village yet? Yeah. Have you seen the running track and the football grounds?
2: I haven't, known, but um, I'm not really into running and that, so maybe it's not my thing. It's sort
1: all of fitness.
2: It is, yeah, and it, but w- and it, it would be good for me.
1: <laughs> isn't it fantastic, though, that we've got now two state-of-the-art football pitches there. We've got a the best running track in, in the county, and this is in... You know, finally, finally... <laughs> You was at Lowfields the other week. Yeah. With the floodlights and everything. We're getting the facilities that you, Sam, you and all the yeah. other Newark youngsters we talk about deserve.
2: Yeah, it's um it's incredible for Newark, like it's becoming bigger and it's becoming better. It's it's getting people off the streets into sport and it's just it's putting Newark on the map, which is good for us, it's good for the town, it's good for everyone really and it'll be incredible if we can see if we get more people like contributing to to like things like the sports villages local clubs like like me and my dad went to go watch flosive just after christmas and we loved it and there was so many people there just as supporting like local talent it's um it's incredible what people from Newark get behind
1: our other guest tonight who's been sitting quietly in the corner all night is um is sam hardy and of course sam is a, a national champion he's still a national champion sam yeah you're still a national champion um and he's going to talk to us about his bouts and what we're going to do now is go through the night sam so when we get to yours obviously we'll have a, a long chat but before we do any more there was a couple of highlights that really made me chuckle on friday night one of them was the the first two or three bouts there was no winner um it was a skills contest just yeah. just tell the listeners sam what a a skills contest why it's a skills contest and
6: what it's all about uh, it's it's like a demo so um it's not actually a fight it's like basically like a spa but you've got a crowd in front of you, don't you? i thought chloe Davis, who,
1: who was the third one up yeah that was the epitome of our skills fight should be yeah she was almost just touching the opponent that didn't work i don't know if you what um, you, you saw but that didn't work in all the skills fights and um, the one that the the, the 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 there was a lad from boston against a lad from lincoln which never was going to be you know just touch me and uh, it got about 20 seconds into the fight when the referee stopped both of them and threatened to send them home <laughs> i've never heard a, i've never heard a boxing referee threaten to send people home before that that was the comical moment number one <laughs> the slightly comical moment number two involved Sam and uh, I said to Tony Smith who was there on the night watch this lad because this is this lad is the future he's going a long way and for you Sam it was a fairly slow start yeah, was well, that deliberate
6: uh, we thought because um, I've had a fight with him before and uh, he's just holding back but we thought because I beat him last time we thought he's going to come forward and come forward so I was waiting for him to come forward, but that never happened in the first and second round. So not a lot happened, and then out of nowhere, you got a standing count against you. Yeah. Shouldn't really win a standing count, but I had to get on back.
1: Why did he get the stand? I mean, I didn't see you that he particularly hit you. I mean, the referee obviously saw something. No, he just hit me on the arm. But... What happened after that was slightly amazing, and you had to be there to actually see it, because <laughs> it was if... I don't know how to put it. If somebody was clockwork, somebody got hold of that key and wound Sam up big time, because as soon as that standing count finished, you was a different boxer completely. What was going through your mind
6: in them ten seconds while you stood there? I um, thinking that I need to give him one back, else it's going to be, um, he's going to win that round. You absolutely battered him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know what hit him. Um, Steve, you was in the corner watching watching that performance eventually he did prove the skill that we all know that he is um i would have thought with sam his reputation probably goes before him as well doesn't it and that's
0: could be a problem yeah yeah 100 percent um like sam said he fought him uh, a couple of months before christmas um someone to his best um and we some beat him comfortable. Yeah, it was a good fight, but no doubt about it, all three rounds. Sam. This time, they asked for a rematch straight away. They said, we'll do this again, so obviously it made sense to do it on our show, because finding opponents for Sam is quite hard because of his record and his reputation. Um, so we thought this guy was going to come at Sam, um, but obviously he didn't, so obviously that messed our game plan up a bit. But one thing with Sam, even when he was younger, yeah, they called him Psycho Sam. That's how he was known, yeah, because... I can say why now. He was an an absolute lunatic in the ring, yeah. He he was not... He he, he sparred Megan the same as he sparred everybody else, yeah. If he sparred against Bailey, he wouldn't change his plan. Like, he'd stand off, he'd go and attack. Um, And we've tried getting that out of him a bit. But, obviously, once he got... He he took a a shot to the shoulder. um, Took a shot to the shoulder, and I think that's when he just thought, right let's go and he went back and um, he showed the Nookrad what he can do if you'd be trying to coach some of that aggression out of him steve
1: it's not worked <laughs> 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 i think you went from being coached to being natural
6: yeah
1: didn't you it was a simple it was as simple as that you yeah. you'd got you'd got your newer head on and you was mad <laughs> and that was that he, he stood no chance after that we'll come back to that fight because we, we started off with the girls and we call it a home show, so surprisingly the first one was somebody f- between Hartleypool and yeah. somebody near Rotherham. It was Do you think though, I mean I- either of 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 you, I- it's the it's the pull of Dean, Suggies Gym, Newark Amateur Boxing Club, that a young girl of ten, eleven years old is gonna travel all the way down from Hartleypool on a Friday night to go on that show?
2: Yeah, um, obviously Dean's a big name and they've got boxes down there now like Chad and Regis and people like think oh they can fight so we might want to go fight on their show and you can have people like that come in to watch them fight on the 16th of March in, in Nottingham come all the way down from Hartlepool or they come from everywhere to, to support um, Chad and Regis unfortunately Chad's not fighting on ...on the show in Nottingham anymore due to an injury. But Regis is still on there. And you're still going to have people come all over the country to go and watch them. And to be able to fight on a show... So, it's not a massive show, but it's got some big names that run that show and help set that show up. So, I know that we've supported shows like we went to Wales just to support a show because... There's got some big names. We went to go to Gavin Reese's gym who fought Adrian Broner in America. He's he's gone everywhere as a professional boxer, so it's always good to be in the game, and it and it gives everyone a chance to have a fight because as a girl, it's hard to get a fight. So being able to fight on some show five miles away, or fifty, or or five hundred miles away, it doesn't matter as long as you're out and you're enjoying yourself. I don't I don't see a problem in that.
1: No, not at all. Then Sam and I've just we'll, we'll get an opinion from here. Um, it was Lauren followed by Chloe. What do you think of girls boxing?
6: Um, Seen loads of girls boxing, like Megan. I think um, boys do it, so I can't girls do
1: it. <laughs> see, this is possibly Steve. A it's an age thing, isn't it? Because it doesn't it doesn't sit perfect with me to see a young girl. <laughs> In a boxing ring. I understand that if that's what they want to do, and that's their sport, and they're giving it everything, they should be supported brutally. But it just... It's probably an age thing, but it doesn't uh, sit perfect. Sam, you see,
0: from that age group, yep. thinks completely different to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think he... He, be, he don't say any different, because he has to go <laughs> back in the ring sparring Megan next week, so <laughs> he's not that stupid. Um, yeah, I totally agree. When, uh, when I took Megan... And um, um, my step outside of the family, they're quite old. Yeah, they were saying, what on earth are you letting a girl get punched in the face for? But the whole idea is if she's good enough, she won't get punched in the face. Um, but yeah, I- I- I'm fully supportive of all girls doing whatever. When I was growing up, there was a couple of girls trying out for football and stuff. And they got ridiculed, you know. What I mean? um, and that's a little bit more accepted nowadays. You know, in compared to what it was uh, in the early 90s. Um, obviously, Jade Grayson was kickboxing and stuff 10 years ago. Um, got a lot of support. I should imagine in her early, start, uh, early days, she would have got a little bit of criticism, or her family might have got a little bit of criticism. But it hadn't done her any harm. And it's getting bigger, yeah. bigger and bigger. Um, and like you say, kids coming from Hartlepool, you know what I mean, to come to to this show. It might be the Sugden's pulling power, you know, because obviously it helps, but there's kids doing it up and down the country. And it's a, it's a, people see boxing as an aggression. And it's not an aggression. It's a skill. Uh, that's how it is. It was
1: an aggression when Sam got standing count. <laughs> <laughs> then it turned into an aggression. Um, Sam, what I will say, though, is um, I absolutely fully support. I saw Lauren and Chloe in that first bat in the previous home tournament. And you worried if both either of them would actually get into a ring again. Because I was both in tears afterwards. It didn't, it wasn't what they expected. Both of them on Friday night looked class acts. They, they've come along remarkably in the last two, three months. It's not been that long, but the way they boxed, they look, look
6: naturals. Yeah. Um, Every time I'm going down the gym, they're always uh, training, so they must be dedicated to do it, so...
1: You know, it, it's well done to both of them, because both of them, yeah. um, if, if there was a winner, both of them would have won. Yeah, quite quite sim- boxes. Quite as simple as, um, as that. Um, then we went on to the one that um, the referee friend to send the lad back <laughs> home to Lincoln, which I thought was brilliant. It really was. And then the lad that I've been trying to work out all week, how to pronounce his name. I'm going to leave it to you two. David. Yes. <laughs> are yeah, we David. sticking at David, are we? Yeah, David. Right. Are we having a go at um, his surname? No, we're not. <laughs> okay, we'll stick with David then. Um, and then that was followed by Alpha. And yeah, tell me about them too.
2: Yeah, David, a um, very very skillful boxer. That um, he always trains, always trains, does boxing, kickboxing, whatever he can train in, he'll train in. He. He just loves the, the sport he loves fighting i can remember when he was coming down when he was like five six seven and he was and he was kickboxing there but now he wants to do boxing but when he gets the chance to train he, he does and when he fights he proves to everyone that he can fight like he doesn't go in there for a scrap although maybe on friday it seemed like that but he can box and he likes to use his technical side and when he has to have a fight with someone in close and and it's a bit of a scrap he will he's he's not afraid to do that and i thought it probably wasn't the best i've seen him but he was on his game and and i like that i like to see that in a boxer and alfie alfie's just a maniac
1: we see alfie (laughs) is you know his surname says it all is a briggs Brass. He's he's a newark family yeah he's one of the traditional Newark fans, and those out in force. <laughs> and those out in force to watch him. And list, I was standing behind him trying to take a couple of photos. <laughs> and, and some of the things that they were saying was boxing gold, you know, those talking to him. You know, box him, don't fight him. I yeah. Box, that's hell of a saying. Box him, don't fight him. So what they're saying, Sam, is stick to the, you know, do it properly. Yeah. Don't go, I mean, unless you get a standing count of ten and then you... <laughs> <try. laughs> Alfie's coming along, Sam, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's beginning to look good, part, yeah.
6: isn't he? He's training all the time. He's the one of the um, trains there every day, six days a week.
1: Then we sort of went away and for a fight, so we don't worry about that. Do and then know? and then we come back
6: to um, to your fight. Where do you want to go in this boxing game? Um, I want to go to the Olympics, and then go from there. Oh, well, if you're going to
1: the Olympics, remember what radio station <laughs> liked you. <laughs> but you want to so say. The the um how old are you? I'm mean, only twelve. You're twelve. Yeah, <laughs> he's never twelve. Scary. Twelve. Yeah. I tell you what, if it was a webcam in here, I'd defy anybody to think he was less than sixteen or seventeen. It's scary. Anybody that is
0: scary. <laughs> that is, Steve. I'm speechless. Yeah, everybody. I know. <laughs> I know people that just come to this show just to watch never Sam. <laughs>
1: he's never twelve.
0: Yeah, I know. He's um. Like I say, yeah, he used to fight when he was five, six, um and he's lost a lot of weight I think over one period last year he lost was it twelve, fourteen kilos something? Yes or You know what I mean? Um, really slim down and he hits hard. He really does it hard. And if he keeps on training like he does, um and he learns how to box as he'd like, he sees the shot. Rather than, like, Dean seeing the shot, or Regis seeing the shot, saying it and saying it to Sam, and Sam responding, as soon as Sam sees the shot himself and responds, he would be that fraction of a second quicker. And I think uh, people have got a whole lot of trouble on his hands. I'm honestly gobsmacked, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm just pretty much speechless
1: here, because no way are you 12 yeah that's unbelievable Lincoln, he looks older than you you're old i know i know can't help that so i mean i was assuming you was about 16 so i'm going to say how long do you want to stop an amateur for but you haven't got a lot of choice really have you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're going to stop an amateur for a long time long yet can. how will it pan out for you then
6: because already you're a national champion um how do the next few years pan hopefully will pan out for you uh keep entering all championships and whatever i can and keep winning
1: with Suggy's jim yeah with Suggy's jim i mean that's probably the most
6: stupid question of the
1: night because yeah. when it's, it's like a family isn't it yeah it, it really is and the way you was all acting on you know it is one massive great family um the next newer one was mac o'brien yeah he won max night was it
2: no i was to be honest i was expecting a lot from mac i've He was the fight that I wanted to watch the most. Because I just think, from if anyone can remember the first time Mac fought on the Newark show, he got beat and he got beat up. But then he fought on the Saturday night, he got beat up for his first fight. And on Monday he was back at the gym training and he wanted to get better. And then he fought again. And did he lose again? No, he won. No, he won. But he won convincingly he was good and then he fought again and then he won again and then did he win again?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing more.
2: And then he won again and he was just he was on this roll and he was and he was doing really good he wouldn't stop throwing punches and he and he could take a punch and then on Friday it was a bit like right Matt, here you go. I don't know if that's because he had the pressure on him because it's 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 the Newark it's a Newark show but he just won his night and he understands that because, like, was I know he, he was speaking to um Irvin on Friday night and he said, I just felt like, what am I doing in this boxing ring? Like, he just felt like he should have never been there. And experienced people know, like, I understand this feeling, but you just, you don't feel like you're in the right place. Like, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, you're going in there and someone wants to punch you in the face. They want to hurt you. And when you're in there, you do, you can't go right. We'll do this next week and walk out the ring. You've got to Sunday and you've got to have a fight. And Matt come off on the worst end, but Saturday morning he was back sparring and he was learning.
1: And well, I mean, that, that's I mean, sometimes taking nothing away from the lad from from the East um, the Eastgate gym. Sometimes some you come up against somebody that's better yeah. than what you are. And that's the same in any sport, isn't it? You know, it's. It's the same a football bit. matches, rugby matches, cricket match. Sometimes the opposition are, are better, and you've got to say, yeah. "Okay, what can I learn from from getting beat?" You should also learn from from victory, but yeah. you, you, you know you should also learn from getting beat. One more quick one, and then we're going to go off to Graham and the Striders, and that was Connor. Meanwhile, and Connor sent me a message saying, have you got any photos of me. Well, if you fought for long enough, I might have a photo <laughs> of you. Um, <laughs> Connor Sam got the job. Did you see him? He got the job sorted out yeah, fairly yes,
6: quickly. You. I don't think uh, the ref liked it when uh, his opponent hit yeah, the ref, but
1: no, he didn't, did he? <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't like that at all. <laughs> so um, that one come to an end remarkably quickly, and then we're going to talk about two more, and that's Jay and um, Loz, who seem to have the biggest fan club there of the yeah. old the night. But you can tell me about them them two coming up, but coming up now it's the New Striders, and of course it's Graham Welsh. <laughs> Graham says it's been a quiet week for the Striders. It has been a quiet week on on the running front. Um, I says, will you find me something to talk about? And he's come up with an absolute gem he's going to talk about tonight. So we welcome Graham and a new Striders report. And I'm going to sit back and enjoy this. Graham, good evening. Uh, Good
5: evening. Good evening, Mick. Uh, Good evening, everybody. Yeah, it it was a fairly quiet weekend, certainly in terms of the running. Obviously, we had our uh, park run. Sort of busyness on Saturday morning. Plenty of people at Newark and at Lincoln, Chelmsford, uh, Rutland Water, at the Runs And uh, yeah, it was a windy old day, but we had an enjoyable time there. On Sunday, just really one event that uh, Newark Striders were taking part in, and then uh, four people. Uh, But uh, in terms of uh, what we make, what we lose in terms of quantity of striders taking part in the race, certainly make up for in terms of quality of the results. Simon Roberts was first uh, strider to finish the. Uh, Scunthorpe 10K, uh, Valentine's 10K over there at Scunthorpe, uh, 40 minutes and 30 seconds. And uh, Stephen Tomlinson, 50 minutes and 19 seconds. And then two PBs, two new personal best times. Uh, Firstly for uh, Jenny Palmer, 58 minutes and 56 seconds. And then for the wonderful Anthea Moisey, again knocking another great big chunk off her uh, 10K PB, one hour, one minute and uh, 11 seconds. And, yeah, I do really want to share my personal thoughts. I don't normally give my sort of personal uh, thoughts on, on things on this on the show. I just re- represent the club. But uh, I really wanted to share my thoughts on the, on the running track and what it can mean for, for people like me and uh, the members of the local running club. Um, it was of uh, no doubt to, to me or anybody else, really, the, the difference that it was likely to make to, to the young runners of Newark AC and the elite runners around around the area, but uh, I think the benefits that uh, are going to be reaped by ordinary people like me, who are uh, in their 30s, 40s and 50s, uh, by by training on the track in a way that we just can't do on the footpaths and roads and flow serve driveway and things, we can do drills and uh, and it's all, it's all floodlit, it's just such a wonderful new facility in the town, <clears throat> I really wanted to sort of share some of the... Um, and the thing it's going to bring. And last night we had a um, England Athletics level three coach uh, come to the club and give us a sort of best part of a two-hour session. Darren Rebel, and uh, yeah, it was a, a wonderful session with 50 people there, not just Striders. We had a few of our friends from other running clubs uh, who were there as well, joining in. And there we, there we were doing sort of lots of technical training, up and down the the lane, sprinting around. I never thought I was going to. Uh, experienced that sort of uh, training and, and 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 things in, in my running time and i think the benefits in the next one to two years and beyond that are going to be uh, sort of reaped by uh, just ordinary runners like like me and members of new york striders and uh, and not fast and uh, new york tri club and everybody like that it's just a great new facility that really is a, a source of something for the town to be really proud of
1: we've waited for years and years graham and and now we've got it it's wonderful to see everybody i mean i expected newark ac you know they should be on there but it's it's lovely to see that striders and not fast and, and the i mean tom marshall is our guest on Thursday night yeah. using newark's brand new facility and i cannot wait until i think it's june when it, it's the first um event on 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 there we've waited Fifty years for this.
5: Very exciting, and uh, to say, uh, somewhere for a professional coach like Tom to, to help people like me to, to improve. Anybody who wants to improve uh, really will be able to with that amazing facility. And uh, I'll just finish off quickly with the uh, news of what's coming up at the weekend with the Striders. We've got, a, in contrast to last weekend, we've got a very busy weekend indeed. We've got the uh, Leicestershire Half Marathon. We've we'll got some people taking part in that. We've got the Valentine's. 30 kilometre um, event down at Stanford. that's a, a really tough event, there's a 1,100 feet of climbing in that one and uh, yeah, that will really sort people out and and finally yeah, we'll have a, another great turnout of uh, New York Striders at the uh, final event of the East Midlands Cross Country Series which is going to be at Long Eaton.
1: Don't, don't you fancy 30k at um, Stanford then?
5: Well I'll be in a place very close
1: to your heart that weekend. I'll be from in the northeast. Ah, so, okay uh, then, right. I'll
5: be pounding the uh, promenade at Whitley Bay
1: uh, doing my training. Oh, well, well that's um, that's um, the week after that. I'll be, po- well, walking the promenade on Whitley Bay. <laughs> right, it's um, bracing and lovely. And yes, you are right, it is very close to my heart. Um, yep. Graham, we'll talk to you again on... Um, next tuesday yeah next tuesday all right thank you graham Bye now. thanks bye-bye the wonderful graham welsh there with the newark striders report and he's off to whitley bay way home man um jay chadburn and loz to talk about who wants to do jay and who wants to do loz
2: you
6: him. right well jay's first up how did jay chadburn get on good um ended in first fight uh, first round one big punch bang yeah.
1: do you think sam um, particularly in the i mean i understand the J one because i was standing right next to to the punch and when the referee said look into my eyes one eye looked one way and one eye looked the other way and i was going yeah. around like seeing a cartoon and there's no <laughs> way he was going to carry on um is it on the your age group's fight let's let's because apparently you're 12 um your age group's fights sometimes one punch and he was stopping it is that do they stop it too quickly is it something that they have to do in the rules or was there just being a little bit over enthusiastic in saying "Whoa, enough's enough
6: if the ref thinks it's enough then it's a ref decision that you can't argue with the ref it's like a football game you can't argue with the ref can you because the referees are putting themselves they're to
1: be shot at a little bit, aren't, aren't yes. they? If they let it go on and then there's any damage, yeah. then the comeback is on them, isn't it? So, I, as again, I'll saying to Tony, you can't knock the referee for saying, enough's enough.
0: No, 100%. Um, sometimes, like Max fight, Max suffers with nosebleeds, yeah, but oh. so obviously he had a little bit of blood, the ref stopped it. Physically, he wasn't hurt. Sam had a a standing can where, you know, and he takes that every day in sparring, not a problem, yeah? Um, But, at the end of the day, the referee is there for the fighter's safety. He's not there to rob Newark ABC, he's not there to rob Bracebridge from Lincoln or Boston, you know, and all he's thinking about is the two fighters. Um, And if he thinks that something's not right, it's his call, it's his conscience, yeah? You know, if Sam lost, if Megan lost, if Jay lost, what they lost, they've lost nothing really. It's a, it's a fight, it's experience that sort of lost. Um, if something drastic went, like I've witnessed, um, the referee's got that on his conscience for the rest of his life.
1: No, it, it's no. I'm, I'm, as I say, I'm not knocking the decision. I just wondered if it was a conscious decision that instead of sort of having a see what happens next mentality, it's a we're going to make sure nothing happens in next mentality. And that's got to be right with youngsters, surely.
6: Yeah, it has, yeah.
1: Megan, that leaves you with Loz. And you can tell me what his surname is.
2: Yeah, Loz. Um. <laughs>
1: oh, dear.
2: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I should have spoke to him tonight. Ferentino. You've got it. Los Ferentino. <laughs> and he had the biggest fan club of the night, I think.
2: Yeah. Um, he's a well-liked person, like, yeah, um, i'm not sure what he does but he's um he works in for Bailey's sponsor uh, amj watches so um so i think everyone that goes support bailey went to go support laws so laws he hasn't been at the gym very long but um i know he's boxed before um a few years ago so it was He was glad to get back in the ring fighting. And personally, I've never seen even Loz spar because I'd been teaching my own bit of the class. So it was always like, what do I expect? Because I've seen everyone else spar and I've seen everyone else fight. It was just Loz, I didn't know know what to expect. So uh, I make sure, doing my job, making sure everyone's ready and stuff for the next fight. I sit down to watch Loz and I think... I'm like, this is my, this is gonna be a good fight Lars gets hit with a few big shots and i'm like oh no Lars. come on you can pull it out of the bag and then he hits him with like three or four shots and i was like what Los can do this and then it was a bit and then it was a bit back and forth on who was landing the like the best punches and i thought Lars, i was like just get your hands up and keep throwing punches because he's catching him every time and eventually he stopped it the ref stopped it and i thought that's probably the best decision that he's made because if like we were saying before if the ref didn't stop it what kind of state was his opponent going to be in it it's just it's not fair like the opponents have gone there in their a fight and when you get beat up like his opponent lot it's it's like stop it before it gets too much and they
1: they locked him he looked the part (laughs) lost i must say he certainly (laughs) looked him you wouldn't want to argue with him would you
2: no such a sand bloke as well like really 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 nice
1: look look the part i mean yeah i'm so enthusiastic about this because these home shows are some of my favorite sporting trips of the year why they're my my favorite sporting trip because if you look down this list of names the newark people yeah you know chloe lauren alfie sam mac connor that we, we we know them all you see them yeah. in the street you say hello to them they're newark people and you know that's what it's that's what it's it, it really is all about and that's what makes it for me i like the grantham shows that some Jim yeah. put on as well but now yeah, this this friday night was so much better and i'm so pleased it, it was absolutely packed as well um very quick, cause we're running out of time. When are we going to see you in the ring again, Miss Williams?
2: Um, I'm not sure yet. I haven't fully committed back into training, but um, but I know um, it's going to be soon, and I know I want to train as much as I can and fight as soon as I can, but it's all a it's all waiting and it's i'm playing the waiting game at the yeah. minute i'm at um queen's med next week a week today actually and um, i'm going to see a specialist there about my back and then see what they say but, but
1: this is why we said to you a while ago and why we say <laughs> to everybody why we say to a 12 year old sam how important school is yeah because you never know when an injury is coming along <laughs> you really do not have they found a mug to box you yet I think so. No, I want to. No, I think that would be a big, a big job. But <laughs> you just rely on Dean then, Naddy waiting to find you competition, yeah, yep. and somebody who's daft enough to go in the ring with you. Well,
2: the boy you fought at the weekend um, wasn't convinced that he he got beat by Sam.
1: So no, he, he he did some sort of dance, didn't he, when he, yeah, he, he his fell hands on the a, floor? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, but um, I think yeah, he's been
2: posting um, on social media um, that um, that um, he got robbed and. He should have never lost and he beat sam
1: i don't know a lot about boxing but i can <laughs> assure you we did not get wrong <laughs> <laughs> he got battered
3: <laughs> he absolutely yeah.
1: got battered and um well if you wants to have a go with you sam he can do again don't don't, yeah. don't um very quickly from both of you was you surprised that mike mikey won because i think dean was a little bit surprised he <laughs> was over the moon and pleased but i also think he was a little bit surprised
2: um dean's very passionate about the sport so i wasn't surprised because i know mikey mikey can take a shot he can give a shot and i didn't have a doubt about him that he was going to win but dean he just he just is so passionate he just wants everyone to do the best they can and on friday mikey
1: did the best he could and he and the best was the best was by far and away good enough sam megan steve thank you all for coming in and mikey (laughs) was with us a little bit here on tomorrow night it's a bit of a sports special if you think back to last december and the sports awards um meg mcfarlane over there in in south got the junior disabled sports award and the dad is coming in tomorrow night and we're going to have the meg mcfarlane story it's going to be one of those where i think you may well need your handkerchiefs at some <laughs> stage between seven and eight o'clock it's going to be a bit of a rollercoaster night but for now it's over to stewart bye-bye
5: we-